Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have Donald Trump appearing in court, Apple facing a billion-dollar watch lawsuit, big law mergers and consolidation, and column Tuesday for my latest Bloomberg tax piece on auditor independence, or the lack thereof, among the big four. Let's hit Tuesday with the energy of your Wednesdays and Thursdays and really give it a go with today's legal news. An actor from the film Home Alone 2, Donald Trump, who happens to also be the former U.S. president and current frontrunner for the Republican nomination in 2024, has been formally charged and will appear in court today. He'll be the first former or sitting U.S. president to face criminal charges. The charges stem from a 2016 hush money payment to adult film actress Stormy Daniels. Trump denies any wrongdoing and will plead not guilty. Trump's lawyers opposed videography, photography, and radio coverage, but the judge ruled that five photographers would be admitted for a short time. Trump is expected to return to Florida and give remarks from Mar-a-Lago later today. The specific charges will also be disclosed today, and according to Yahoo News, Trump will face 34 felony counts for falsification of business records. Trump's lead has widened in the Republican Party's presidential nominating contest as he has pulled ahead of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Trump faces several other legal challenges, including a criminal probe into whether he unlawfully tried to overturn his 2020 election defeat in Georgia and two investigations by a special counsel over his handling of classified documents after leaving office. Apple faces a billion-dollar lawsuit from medical devices maker Massimo Corp and co-plaintiff CircaCore Laboratories, Inc. in relation to the theft of trade secrets, including technology that measures the oxygen levels in the bloodstream. The pair alleges that Apple used confidential information from two former executives it hired, one from each plaintiff, to design, build, and sell certain Apple Watch models. The trial will focus on the Series 4 through 7 and SE models of the Apple Watch, and up to $1 billion could be at stake. The outcome could also influence how the party's broader intellectual property conflict shakes out and whether a settlement resolving their many disputes is likely. The 10-day jury trial is set to begin on Tuesday in the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California, with the potential for live testimony from Apple's chief executive, Tim Cook. Trade secrets cases are especially onerous for defendants, meaning there's a chance the parties could reach a deal before the verdict. The number of large law firm mergers completed in quarter one 2023 has already matched the total number of such mergers in all of 2022, according to data from legal consultancy Fairfax Associates. Large mergers are defined as those in which both law firms have at least 100 lawyers each. Recent mergers include Holland and Knight with Waller, Lansden, Dorch, and Davis, and Ora Carrington and Sutcliffe with Buckley. While the number of large mergers in a given quarter or year may be coincidental, interest in large combinations among firms is dramatically higher than it was 10 or 20 years ago, according to Fairfax. However, challenges remain in bringing two large law firms together, such as client conflicts and increasingly complex deal terms. Fairfax tracked 17 total law firm mergers to take effect in quarter one 2023, an increase from 14 in the same period in 2022, but in line with quarter one of 2021. The firm said there were 46 completed mergers in 2022 as a whole, an increase from 41 the prior year. As with any other industry, consolidation in the law firm industry brings with it myriad risks, from potential conflicts of interest as larger firms may have clients with competing interests, to decreased competition and higher prices for clients. In the short term, it's a safe bet to watch for consolidation to result in layoffs. You know, what I initially thought was a raccoon or feral cat that had snuck in here to the minimum competence office? is, in fact, my column for this week. So let me coax it over to me and we'll take a look at it. In this one, I spoke a bit about auditor independence. The big four accounting firms and consultants have come under fire following their roles in the high-profile collapses of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, as well as the near-miss at First Republic Bank. Rightly so, as KPMG signed off on the bank's financial statements and, while it is difficult to point out what should have been done to avoid the financial upheaval of the last few weeks, it is clear who should have done something. 
The solution? There needs to be liability placed on the accounting firm tasked with acting on behalf of a regulator when that organization fails to identify indicia of questionable financial health. Accounting firms have no incentive to draw attention to potential problems rather than just explicit and clear problems because it may trigger just what happened anyway, a bank collapse. Another impediment to auditor independence is the revolving door of personnel between the major accounting firms and the banks they purport to audit. My conclusion is that a blanket ban is necessary on a firm consulting and auditing the same client. And with that, thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, you can find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew and my co-host Gina is at Gina. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd sure appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is available at minimumcomp.com and wherever you get your finely crafted podcasts. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, remember, any bike you ride down a mountain is a mountain bike. And don't let those clowns at the bike shop tell you different.